Recent weeks have seen a series of DDoS attacks against U.S. financial institutions. What do they need to be looking at for a new first line of defense? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Ashley Stevenson. He's Executive Vice President with Carrero Network Security. Ashley, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Tom. Nice to talk to you. Ashley, as you know, unknown sources have been launching these DDoS attacks against U.S. banks. From your perspective, what is the full potential impact of these attacks just beyond the denial of service? That's a good question, Tom. And uh, in fact, uh, one of the concerns I think that uh, we have is that we don't know what the full impact of these attacks is or could be in the future. The current state of monitoring of many networks doesn't allow them to see the details of the attacks that have been taking place and in fact may even have been missing some of the attacks altogether. So all we really have seen at the moment is the tip of the iceberg uh, which is when a DDoS attack is sufficiently large as it takes a bank down or offline and then of course uh, it usually makes the news. Now Ashley, I know that you've spoken to many organizations about these attacks. What's your assessment about their level of preparedness? Well, they're increasing the level of preparedness, which is why they're talking to vendors like Carrero. They want to know what kind of tools and systems are available to help protect their networks. The preparedness against attacks, cyber attacks, is an evolving situation. So what we're seeing at the moment is an increase in attacks. Uh, recently, it's been in the news these specific attacks against banks. Then we're characterizing what kind of attacks there are and recommending solutions that are capable of protecting against these new vectors of, of compromise. What's new about the attacks that we're seeing? What we've observed from the information that's been shared with us and also direct observation of attacks is that they're moving up the uh, network layer stack, if you will, and they're going from being more brute force kind of network flood attacks into the application layer attack. And this is to be expected. It's been happening in other parts of the industry. It also makes the attacks more difficult to detect and block. So, Ashley, you've talked a little bit about what's new about these attacks, and I think it's important to point out DDoS has been around for more than a decade now. Tell us a little bit about what's different about the threat today and what we need to know about the organizations that are being attacked. Um, well, actually, it's an interesting twist is why they're being attacked, Tom. It turns out that people tend to think of a specific attacker and a specific victim. But what we observe when we're monitoring networks or protecting networks for our customers is that there's a variety of attacks out there all the time. So it's a little bit like leaving your door open on a busy street. You might get somebody who targets your property to steal things from you, or you might just get a casual thief wandering in and taking stuff. So we see a complete range of attackers from the specifically targeted attacks from competitors or from organized crime or even from other nations, all the way down through people doing it for fun or just for laughs. So it's not one particular type of attack that an institution needs to be concerned about. It's the range of potential attackers and motivations that's just out there today. To be honest, it's part of doing business on the Internet. Ashley, what's wrong with the defense that most organizations employ against something like a DDoS attack? I'm generalizing here, but the majority of the attacks that are seen and combated today are very obvious attacks. So ones where there's, a, for example, a significant rise in the level of network activity, and that uh, sends, sets off an alarm and obviously 
let people know there's a problem so, so that they can respond to it. What's happening increasingly, though, is with the application layer attacks, it's much harder to distinguish the attack traffic from uh, genuine customer traffic. And so we have a problem where you need more surgical tools to go in and combat the attacking connections or packets on the network while leaving the good customer traffic intact and allowing the service that, in this case, the bank is offering to be provided to their online customer base. So you talked about what's wrong with the defenses that many organizations are employing. Let's talk about technologies that they use. Why are the traditional technologies to prevent DDoS insufficient today? Obviously, the people who've built these enterprise networks and back-end servers and services that can support hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, in many cases even hundreds of thousands of customers on the web, they've obviously built good infrastructures. But what we find is most of those infrastructures have been built, sized, and constructed for the good case. When that it's real, you know, the case where real customer traffic is entering the network needs to be sorted and processed and responded to. What they haven't been designed for is the bad or malicious traffic cases. And so by erecting a first line of defense, we're able to keep that malicious traffic off this infrastructure that was designed for the good or happy path, as we sometimes call it, for the traffic. So that's important because the infrastructure that's already deployed and operating day to day, obviously in good times, demonstrates that it can work to solve the problem and deliver the service that enterprise wants to its online customers. What we're trying to do is maintain that kind of good zone or green zone of operation. And by blocking the, the bad zone or red zone traffic from entering that network, we're preserving the, the network and extending its life of operations uh, for the way that it was designed. Now, if you don't have that first line of defense in place, the malicious traffic we've been talking about can infiltrate your infrastructure and not your network and is capable of causing a variety of havoc at different levels, layers, and systems within your infrastructure. Often, these systems have not been designed to deal with these DDoS or other blended threat attacks. So that's the benefit of erecting this first line of defense at the entrance to your network. You're preserving the operating environment within your infrastructure that it was designed for. Now, also, the t attacks are evolving and, and getting more sophisticated and learning to navigate their way around your infrastructure or target exposed weaknesses in your infrastructure. Again, by adopting a first line of defense strategy, you're able to block those before they get into the depths of your network. So it's you know, a, an ancient idea, probably like a moat around a castle or a wall around a city. And what we're really saying is that as soon as the network traffic hops off the internet, as it were, onto the network that you own as an enterprise, we're suggesting that right at that point, you install equipment and systems that are able to sort through the traffic and block as much as possible of the potentially malicious network packets that are entering your network. So that's the, the idea of the first line of defense means the very first inspection that takes place on this traffic that's coming from the internet. We're really implementing an inspect, detect, and then protect mechanism right here at the edge of the enterprise infrastructure. Ashley, tell me a little bit about how organizations are using your first line of defense solution and both the results that they're seeing. What benefits do they realize? Yes, yeah, so what's happening is people who've realized that they're victims or have observed that they are being targeted by some of these attacks, 
they've decided to take this approach and, you know, establish a barrier right at the entrance to their infrastructure. So they install equipment that, you know, allows them to operate a first line of defense and immediately they start to get data on what kind of potentially malicious traffic is entering their network. So even before they start blocking anything, they get great insight into what kind of traffic is coming into their network. And our product in particular is designed to help them understand good traffic versus bad traffic mix on that connection. Then once they've seen that level of insight, if you will, into what's going on at the entrance to their network, they can then selectively apply controls which block or limit the potentially malicious traffic from entering their environment. Ashley, bottom line, for organizations that are at risk of these new attacks, and we realize that we're all at risk, it's not just financial institutions, how do you recommend that they approach risk mitigation? Risk, of course, is a combination of the potential threat out there or the vulnerability multiplied by the likelihood that it will apply to you. And so the very first thing I think you can do in managing your risk is to get some visibility as to what's going on in terms of your network and the services you offer and the no man's land, as it were, or the no police land of the Internet. I think we've all uh, in, this, in this day and age come to learn that the Internet is not policed in the sense of any traffic, any site, any user is initially of unknown trust. And so what we're doing in terms of helping them with their risk assessment and then also uh, minimization is putting in a first line of defense, inspecting the traffic, analyzing it for potential threats, which immediately gives them an assessment of how exposed they are, and then also, of course, giving them the tools to block the attacks as well as record the attacks so they can also develop a historical knowledge of how they're doing with respect to this malicious traffic that's arriving at their site from anywhere in the world of course. Asher, that's great insight. I thank you for your time today and for sharing your thoughts on what organizations can do to improve their first line of defense. Great. Good talking to you Tom. The topic has been DDoS attacks, a new first line of defense. I've been speaking with Ashley Stevenson. He's Executive Vice President of Carrero Network Security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.